Welcome to TMI, a podcast by Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Today, we have a nice relaxing episode of TMI, something to get you, you know, ready for the new year. All the busy stuff is kind of over with now and um, time to kind of take control and do stuff. So in the studio, we have Andrew here as my co-host. Andrew, how you doing? Hi, Dave. Doing great. Doing good, doing good. Um, I like it when you're on the show because that knows, I know we're going to be talking about something that's kind of, uh, you know, good for you and Mm -hmm. actually something I don't think about too much, but what are we going to be talking about today? Well, today uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about meditation and a little bit more about yoga. Yoga, yeah. Um, So a little story. I did yoga. You were there. You. I was there. I witnessed it. I did it for the first mm-hmm. time. You, um, at a place downtown here, uh, you ran an event. It was called a uh, black metal yoga. Yes. And we played like heavy metal music. Exactly and, what it sounds like. Yep. And I did yoga for the first time. I was definitely out of, uh, out of my comfort zone. It's always a good thing to push, push out of your comfort zone a little bit. And, and I was wearing blue jeans. That was unique. I don't know that I've ever seen anyone wear blue jeans mm-hmm. in a yoga class, but you did it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's really, truly all that matters. And it didn't even hurt that much. That's great. Yeah. It makes me want to do it again. Did you rip your jeans? Mm, not so much. Okay. But it was um, interesting. Yeah. So uh, you are into this yoga thing. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, I've, I've, I've had uh, not, three or four years of uh, experience doing yoga fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I even spent a week in Tulum, Mexico, and it was sort of a yoga retreat of sorts. Not an official yoga retreat, but mm-hmm. I did yoga five days straight, sometimes Ooh. twice a day. Oh my. So yeah, I've uh, also have... Um, someone near and dear to me that is a yoga instructor. So if I'm not doing it uh-huh. by way of her, it's uh, something, something I'm involved in. So That's great. Well, we thought that this would be an interesting topic this time of year as people are kind of trying to, you know, center themselves mm-hmm. and start the new year right. So yeah. um, we brought in an expert today. And Carol is with us today. Welcome to the show, Carol. Well, thank you very much. I'm very happy to have this opportunity to come in and talk about subjects that uh, are very near and dear to me right. as well. And, and you um, you help us all out with becoming more healthy and uh, all sorts of stuff in Ooh. our department. Um, what is right. your position here and what kind of things do you do? Sure. So I'm a nurse here. I work in prevention and community health, um, specifically with the It's Your Life program. So I'm involved in coaching people around creating healthy goals. Um, and I also do all of the tobacco treatment um, here for Jackson County. So again, Great. promoting wellness and, awesome. and health. So yeah. And boy, it sounds like you're the uh, expert over there, Andrew, well, in this I, yoga no, no. stuff. By, I don't know. By no means. I've, I've done a bit of yoga, but I'm no expert. Oh, sure. well, you know, we're just here to talk about it and bring mm. kind of more, bring the topic up t- to discuss and kind of let more people know about it and give it kind of a healthcare perspective, how how it's actually healthy for you. So Absolutely. what are 
Carol, what are some of the benefits of yoga? Of yoga, sure. And I would, I will definitely get into that. I'd like to know Ooh. when we say yoga, what what might you think of? Just so mm-hmm. maybe I could get a sense of. You know, mm-hmm. sure. Our audience might be asking that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're asking yes. what we think of. Yeah. yeah. Well, initially, I got into yoga because I had injured my back. So, initially, I kind of thought of it as a physical practice to strengthen my core. You know, muscles that would help prevent my back from getting re-injured. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm. I had to think about this for a second. I'm not used to the getting the tables turned here. <laughs> Carol's asking the questions today. This is nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yoga, I mean, I envision like rolling out a mat and doing the yoga, wearing it's probably yoga pants sure. instead of blue jeans. Um, <laughs> but that's like my initial idea of what yoga is. But like most things, I imagine it can be more than that or less yeah. than that or just a variety of things. So what? What yeah. would you say yoga is? Yeah. So that's a, a fairly typical, I guess, westernized view of what yoga is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's writings about yoga as far back as 200 BC in um, the, the Gita. And uh, in, in when I say the Eastern culture, India specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and yoga comes from a word, Y-U-G. And basically it means to yoke to attach to form a union or a communion. Um, So yoga, um, Gandhi defines it as like an equilibrium between mind, body, and spirit within yourself, which then you form your whole with your maker. So it actually has its roots Mm -hmm. in religion. It's a it's a way yeah. to become very spiritual and to again have that relationship with your maker and by doing that you um, dispel any pain and sorrow and you gain all happiness and peace. Yeah, uh, occasionally Kate, um, my partner, she will refer to going to yoga as going to church for her. Absolutely. So, I know mm-hmm. she says it in a humorous way, but it also actually applies. Mm-hmm. Yes, cool. yes, absolutely. And a lot of the, like you said, wearing the the, the yoga clothes, not the jeans, the mat, bare feet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that is the and in, in doing the the postures or the asanas are basically you know that part that we really focus on the, right. the asana and the um, pranayama, which is the the breath, the breath, right. Um, so that's what we kind of have extrapolated from that from that part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pretty much um, my training has been in Iyengar yoga, which is similar to a Hatha yoga. Um, and there's multi- it's just multiple different paths to the same end, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been to some of the more popular classes, like the vinyasa, which mm-hmm. is your yoga flow. It combines a lot of the asanas together. Um, have not been to a hot yoga. Um, I hear it's well, it's wow. 104 yeah. degrees, like 40 uh, percent wow. humidity, uh. and actually in traditional yoga, you should be out of the sun for at mm-hmm. least a couple hours before you practice. Mm-hmm. So it's a little little different, yeah, very right. different. But again, and then so it's been around, you know, like vinyasa since the 80s. So it's it's new, mm-hmm. but I think um, what has happened, like you said, um, people began realizing that there are some wonderful health benefits to yoga. Um, you know, I, uh, 
in in the initial practice, I mean, um, BKS Iyengar found that he, and just from his experience, he treated people with COPD, um, asthma, uh, digestive problems, you know, pulmonary problems. Um, and if you look at some of the research, it does not say, like from the NIH, um, National Institute on Health, particularly the, the subset of um, the complementary health, um, they basically say that they can't prove that yoga uh, does change your health, but that mm -hmm. it can promote your health. Mm -hmm. And in the surveys that they have done, 86% of the people say that they, it does decrease their stress. Um, people oh, with, that's big. Yeah, yeah. With, you know, people with back pain, um, digestive issues, uh, um, musculoskeletal issues definitely benefit. Also, people suffering from cancer become psychologically and physically, um, they feel healthier. Um, so, and people with asthma have reported, you know, more lung capacity. So there are definite health benefits um, physically and mentally as mm -hmm. well with yeah. feeling better stress-wise. Yeah. That's cool. So that kind of goes into our next question here. Um, we, we were wondering how, like, the health benefits or of yoga and meditation, how they kind of match up. But from what you're saying, it sounds like meditation is part of yoga. Correct. Uh, a lot of times in 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 yoga, in a 90 minute class, you'll end um, with 15 minutes, and you'll do like a bhadakanasa, which is a restorative kind of laying on your your back with some props, and you kind of close your eyes, and you can use that time. I like to call it nap time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. After. You know, seventy-five minutes of a yoga class, it's, right? It's perfect. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and actually, you do wake up. At least I do. And you're supposed to. I mean, it's it's said that you should feel pretty rested and a little bit more energized. Um, so, you know, it it um, again with the meditation. There are many different ways. To, to meditate. Mm -hmm. um, I think um, the, the one that we talk about a lot here is the mindfulness, right? right. Which is, and again, it, it, it goes back to the teachings of uh, uh, yoga with, you know, it's a way of getting control of your mind because our mind is pretty restless and it goes in all different directions unless we're sleeping. So we're finding that, that spot right there where we can focus mm -hmm. and just clear our minds and we get that control. And if we can have that control, then we decide how we respond and we decide what type of stress we're going to have. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, very much tied in. That's great. Yeah. It's interesting how much breathing plays a role in getting to that state of meditation. Right, 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 absolutely. And and definitely when you are doing a meditation, it, it's it's all focus on the breath. At that point, that's you're not focusing on your movements, although you can do um, walking or uh, movement meditations, but a lot of times you're just sitting still mm. and you are just focusing on your breath, the, the inhalation, the exhalation, you can work on just and breath retention as well. And, and, and really harnessing the capacity of your brain. Great. Um, that's good to know because I'm not 
naturally the most flexible person. Um, but yoga does have some benefits for, like the other side, the actual physical benefits of yoga. Absolutely. Um, it helps with balance, strength, flexibility. Um, and even if you're not very flexible, it mm-hmm. helps to decrease that stiffness. And over time in practice, it does in- increase your agility. Um, you know, and in specifically in the, the yoga that I am accustomed to, there are many props, okay? Mm, Um, There's blocks and bolsters and blankets and bands Mm. and um, necra. So there's all different props that you can use so that if you can only reach down to your knee, that's okay, we'll put blocks there. And then eventually we take blocks out a little bit at a time so that you can get Mm -hmm. to palms flat on the floor. I think I had three blankets when I did it. (laughs) Right. You needed a a bit of help and support. I needed quite a bit of support. It was all right, though. That was your first session. I think that's good (laughs) for people to hear. I fell over only once. Yes. I rolled over. I didn't see it, but I heard it. (laughs) And uh, I'm glad no one was hurt. But that is really good for people just starting off or wanting to take a first class just to know that there's all types of levels and Mm -hmm. if you're just starting there's props to help you that's cool yeah yeah absolutely you know i mean and it's uh you know one of those um where at least my instructors always said you should never feel pain you know so if something isn't feeling Mm -hmm. right and she can just tell you know carol i think you need an extra blanket on this one and it's like oh okay yeah that does feel good you know um because if you ever feel any particular soreness or uneasiness after a yoga move it's probably perhaps you weren't doing it correctly so (laughs) i was um there was one i don't even remember what it was but then kate was Mm -hmm. walking by and she adjusted my foot a little Mm -hmm. and i was like oh Mm-hmm. That doesn't even really hurt now. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. So I wasn't watching, but you well, had mentioned yeah. you really enjoyed the one. With, it's a pigeon pose. Okay, it's a nice stretch of like the hip and hamstring. Oh yeah, and I think you kind of that was one that mm-hmm. I think you were made to do because yeah. you said you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, My foot nice. Wasn't pointed very in the right direction. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Um, that's a great description of yoga and how beginners can get into it. We actually did a video, didn't we, Andrew? We did. We did. Actually, why don't you throw that link in the description? All right. You can uh, watch Kate demonstrate some yoga. Sure. She helped me, so she might as well help you guys too. But thinking of other things about my experience, I know jeans probably aren't the best thing to uh, – you should probably never wear jeans. But what are some <laughs> of the things you should wear while doing yoga? What helps you? What kind of gets you in that groove? Sure, absolutely. I think um, at least uh, for me in my practice, shorts and just mm-hmm. like a, a small little T-shirt. I mean, mm-hmm. you can wear like the yoga pants that are the longer. Um, I find that it kind of gets in my way mm-hmm. of doing poses. Plus, it's also easier for the teacher to see my my mm. structure and to be able to to come in and, and help me out with that. You know, a mat and bare feet. It's mm. an activity you do in your yep. bare feet. Yeah, I mean, I I think I, I'm comfortable in just sweatpants, sometimes rolled up, mm-hmm. and then either a hoodie or a t-shirt, depending on how comfortable I'm feeling with myself on that given day, but. 
it's definitely important, I think, to just feel at peace with what you're wearing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, it helps you to focus in on a, a big aspect of yoga, too, is it helps you to learn to cherish your body. I mean, it's so easy to look and, and pick apart all the different things about uh, about the way we look, but it really teaches you to respect and to love and to cherish, you know, your 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 body, and mm. and um, it's actually very helpful in people with eating disorders because it mm. it helps them to form a better relationship mm-hmm. with their with their body. Yeah, a lot that's, of benefits. That's great. So. How long do you have to like practice yoga before you start to see these benefits? Right. So, I mean, after your, I mean, you were perfect at the pigeon after the first one. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's, perfect pigeon. That's <laughs> perfect, for, perfect that's for me. Pretty mm-hmm. amazing. So, um, with more practice, the mm-hmm. the the more you gain the, uh, the, the the better feelings. But you can come out of yoga after one class and just feel rested and yet energized, just mm-hmm. grounded, mm-hmm. centered. Right? I think I'm thinking back to one of my first few classes and without even knowing what I was doing, mentally, I mm-hmm. felt a lot better. Mm-hmm. Physically, mm-hmm. truthfully, I felt sore the next day. Okay. But right after that class, mentally, I felt like just soothed and mm-hmm. kind of slowed down and it was great. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions, Andrew? Well, I was just curious what Carol's favorite part of yoga, you listed a ton yeah. of benefits. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, what for your own yoga practice, what is sort of the, the pinnacle of that yoga session? What's your favorite part? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean the Bhattakanasa, right? Yeah. When you're the restorative, and at the at the end of uh, 16 weeks, we always do just a complete restorative class. Um, I the, I like the challenge of the inversions, mm-hmm. and I have I, I don't I have not accomplished them without with zero props. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, it's that pushing myself outside the box mm-hmm. to be able to get to that. But definitely that that uh, that feeling of just being connected with myself and it, it's just very grounding, centered, light. I just feel like mm-hmm. I got a massage, but I just did this all by myself. Yeah, right. So I didn't need, you know, I needed my instructor, trust <laughs> me. But I didn't need, you know, to go pay for a massage, so... That's great. So is this always stuff that you do in a class or are there things that you can Mm. do? Like I hear some people talking about doing yoga at work or just like every day in the morning or what kind of things can we easily do? to get into that mindset. Absolutely. So once you are familiar with some of the the postures, uh, they're definitely, it it behooves you to practice them on a daily basis. Mm. So you can practice them in the morning. Um, That is when your mind is most alert. Your body is more stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, but your mind is most alert, so you can practice especially harder ones. Um, and then in the evening, your body is much more relaxed, um, but your mind is not alert. So that could be more of your kind of, you know, your, your practice time. Um, so either one, 
you know, whatever works into your schedule. And certainly at work, you can take positions. I mean, I think that is where you can, I mean, uh, I love the, the mountain pose, definitely. You know, I'll even close the door and do a downward dog. I mean, just, mm-hmm. and it takes how long? You know, I mean, you, yeah. yeah, you can you can hold the pose for for as long as you'd like, but it's um, there's great twists that you can do in your chair um, to help with back because we're kind of leaning over, um, and and great shoulder type exercises as well. So yeah, you can take it wherever you wherever you go, Tulum, wherever. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, and you had talked about um, how yoga kind of is more than just the physical, it affects you mentally. Yes. Um, What are some things that you appreciate about meditation? So about meditation, definitely it is, uh, again, something that I try hard to practice on a daily basis. Sometimes I don't, but that is definitely a goal. I I use it... um, in in times of uh, when I'm feeling disconnected, if I'm feeling maybe frustrated or irritated or or stressed, just taking a few breaths, um, you know, mindful breaths, counting in, you know, one, two, three, four, exhale, four, three, two, one, can really change my mood and. You know, there's a science that says it's changing your neural pathways so that you're hopefully becoming more of that, Mm -hmm. um, again, peace, happiness, compassion, and kindness. Um, So, I mean, if if I could, I could share a little bit of my meditation with you. You I could do that. I could use that to be honest with you. We just want to make sure our listeners are not driving or operating heavy machinery (laughs) while Mm -hmm. listening to this. (laughs) Excellent. And and another, just to put that out there, right, before you do any type of activity, you always check with your primary care physician, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, But, so with meditation and mindfulness, um, I just learned this at a, a conference um, that if you hold mindfulness at at the center and you are practicing your mindfulness on a continuous basis, you know it helps us as a provider, right? So that we are working um, with more resiliency rather than burnout. It helps us with our patients. Okay, um, if we're more mindful, we'll be more safe rather than creating you know, more errors. And then with ourselves too, you know, we will be um, more kind and more compassionate with ourselves. Therefore, we can be more compassionate and kind with our with our patients or our coworkers or whoever we come into contact with. So I think just a good meditation to tie into um, de-stressing and practicing that kindness and compassion um, is one that I learned in a resiliency uh, class with our very own Dr. Morgerman. Um, he has done quite a bit of work in this area, and he um, shared with us his uh, meditation, uh, which is intended to spread kindness and compassion, especially if we're frustrated with a, a conflict um, at work. And it is to, you know, if you want to just kind of close your eyes, you know, put your feet flat on the floor, palms up, if you feel comfortable. Uh, and 
in your mind, think of somebody that either inspires you or that you love. And with the picture of this person in your mind, say to them, may you be safe, may you be healthy, may you be happy, may you live in peace, and may you live with ease. And now perhaps think of a person to whom you feel neutral. Maybe someone you just kind of have seen here or there. Um, Maybe even a stranger. And with them in mind, say the same thing. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you live in peace. And may you live with ease. And then think of perhaps someone that you have had maybe a difficult time with. Picture that person and say to them, may you be safe, may you be healthy, may you be happy, may you live in peace, and may you live with ease. Namaste. Wow. That was great. Yeah, that was nice. I'd like to go back there if I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you want. Yeah. Anytime you want, you can go back there. That's yeah, great. Absolutely. Ah, well, thank you for being on the show, Carol. Oh, thank you for having mm-hmm. me. It's been a pleasure talking yep. with both of you. And if anyone listening to this would like to find out more about our podcast, sure. you can always go to henryford.com slash podcast. And find out how to subscribe to get new episodes as soon as they're released. Also, find us on Facebook and you can submit your own topics for us to discuss. And we'll definitely take a look at those. Um, So thanks for listening and thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.